Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, how is this Pride season treating you? I'm really interested in hearing from all of you who are part of the LGBTQ plus community And tell me how you are feeling about Pride this year. As I stated at the beginning of the month, Woke AF is committed to our theme this year of You Can't Ban Queer Joy. And we've teamed up with GLAAD, as well as some of our friends at Outspoken at iHeartRadio, in order to bring you conversations that are really important. You see now that the LGBTQ community is in the headlines on a day-to-day basis, and it is for nothing that is good. It is about all of the attacks and cruelty and legislation that is being passed in this country every single day. Right now, as I speak, over 500 pieces of anti-LGBTQ, anti-trans legislation have been introduced. Of those, 76 have been signed into law. We are at a really terrible place. And, you know, in the LGBTQ community, like we are not strangers, right, to the ups and downs of acceptance in this country. But these attacks that we are seeing are like nothing that we have seen probably since the 1980s, right? Probably since the Save the Children campaign that labeled us at that time as all pedophiles and groomers. You see? That what is old becomes new again under new Republican regime and new focus on hate and cruelty. Instead of actually working on issues that the American people care about, like, you know, being able to breathe air and go outside when it doesn't look like the fucking, you know, sunset on Mars, um, being able to breathe clean air, drink clean water, you know, combating real issues like not you know, sending our kids to school and then having to pick them up in body bags or the unrelenting violence against black people in this country. And, you know, there are so many things 
that could be tackled. So much attention could be put towards making our lives better. But instead, the Republican Party and the white evangelical Christians are hell bent on making the lives of LGBTQ plus people, but particularly our trans brothers and sisters, hell on earth. And so I am very excited to introduce today's conversation with Carmen Laurent, who is a trans activist and is the host of the outspoken podcast, Beauty Translated. And in this conversation, and I'm excited about it because we're doing a special crossover where Carmen is airing an interview with me as a mini-sode on her show, and I am airing my interview with her here on Woke AF Daily because I think that it is important, again, you know, that we are in community with one another, but that we are really talking to people whose lived experiences we may not understand or we may not really have an idea of what is actually happening outside of the headlines. And so it's important to get to a place of understanding. You don't have to like me, but you sure as fuck should have to respect me. You sure as fuck should have to respect and provide dignity, right? If I give you the tools to be better, then you shouldn't decide to kick over that toolbox or throw them away, which is what the Republican Party is doing with regard to the trans community. You don't have to be in quote unquote solidarity with us or with the community at large, but you sure as fuck shouldn't be standing in people's way of being able to live their full and complete lives. And so my conversation with Carmen, I think, you know, brings to light a lot of the experiences that she's had as a trans woman living in Georgia, uh, living in red states and and what that has felt like and what that looks like in real time, and also providing solutions on how to be better allies, both those that are in the LGBTQ plus community and those outside of the community. So I really hope that you all enjoy this conversation, leave comments, and do make sure to head over to Beauty Translated and listen to Carmen interviewing me as well. Both of these episodes are up now. Folks, I am very excited uh, to kick off this Pride Month uh, with a fellow iHeart podcaster, uh, Carmen Laurent, who is the host of Beauty Translated um, and is a skin therapist, wonderful trans woman, um, and the podcast go focuses on the trans experience in the Southeast uh, United States. And Carmen, welcome. Thank you. To the show. And tell us a bit more about Beauty Translated and why you started this fabulous pod. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, and you know, just to just to talk a, a little bit about Beauty Translated, I um, obviously I was selected. You know, I was selected by the Next Up program, which I'm very honored to have been selected by. They chose my pitch out of all the other pitches to be a part of the program, um, or out of the many pitches and everything. Um, and the podcast is basically, uh, you know. I didn't have an idea of mm -hmm. what exactly I wanted to create when I started the program, but through all of the coaching and the lessons that we had, I really started to develop my direction. And I was really listening to the advice of my um, my mentors and my my peers, and that was just being as true to myself as I could possibly be because I I um, 
turns out people really like it when you are just authentically yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and so, you know, I started thinking about I started thinking about the things that make me who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that is a part of who I am is that I'm I'm born and raised in the South and I've never actually in my life lived anywhere else. So, oh, it's kind of born out of that like uh kind of limited perspective of of what you know what all is out there and just to remind people that trans and queer people exist in all places not just yep. in in large metropolitan cities um and you know even with season 2 I have moved moved on from you know the southeast and I'm even talking to people that are in rural more rural areas that are you know outside of the southeast as well um and so yeah I'm really just trying to get as many different perspectives as I can. And I love to just let my guests speak authentically about what they're what they're experiencing. So that's what the show's all about. That's wonderful. And I think that, you know, I, I know that you've said that you've since moved on from just a, a, the geographical focus and, are, and have branched out. But, you know, I, I do want to give you an opportunity to speak on, you know, what it is like Right. Because for many people, I think that listen to Woke AF have a different idea about what it means to be queer, where queer people exist, even though we say queer people and trans people are everywhere. Right. In rural places, in cities, in suburbs, what have you. But in a lot of ways, um, the Republican Party and conservatives have made it so that, you know, we only exist in these, you know, uh, devil bastions of blue cities that are run amok with crime and all of these things. And so can you talk about what your experience has been like um, living in the Southeast as a trans woman, as a, a queer person, and, and how that may be different from other people that you talk to and have interviewed who live in, uh, who live in other geographical areas? There's a lot of um, differences. I mean, the first and foremost is, you know, we live in places that are actively legislating against us at the moment. You know, that's yep. that's one thing. Um, but surprisingly, in my experience, you know, just in all of the years I've lived here and all of the years I've lived as a trans woman, the the it's surprising, you know, I think the right will have you think that, you know, like you said, that cities are these horrible places with crime and gay people and whatever, whatever is going on and uh, that we don't exist outside mm-hmm. of outside of those areas. But in reality, most people that I encounter in my day to day life are happy, you know, to to meet me they're usually not rude to me and that being said i'm far into my transition now many people may not even Mm. recognize the fact that i'm that i'm trans when i'm meeting them but early on you know i faced a lot of issues in school i faced a lot of issues um with uh (laughs) you know authority figures so to speak in school that wanted to essentially um you know, force me to live as male. Um, And so I will say it's gotten a lot better since Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. left high school. You know, shortly after I left high school, Obama signed the or the memo he released on transgender students um, and using the bathroom. And that Mm -hmm. made me cry, you know, just because finally somebody in an official capacity was acknowledging the experience that I had gone through. And I'd been suspended over and over and over again from Mm. schools just for needing to go to the bathroom. So 
it's gotten better. But in a lot of ways, I feel as though with this current wave of anti-trans legislation that we're all living through, um, I think it has increased the public's, um, you know, uh, disdain for for queer people. And so I often, you know, <clears throat> I have a little dog, you know, I have a little puppy that people are very excited to see. I'm always nervous, you know, when it's kids and stuff like that, because the second somebody recognizes that I'm trans and they're talking to my, to their kid is talking to my dog, you know, am mm. I going to be, you know, targeted as a quote unquote groomer or whatever, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. it's, it's very, um, you know, uh, you just take it day by day. <laughs> yeah. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I've been talking a lot about, you know, the fact that there are human beings um, that are behind the headlines that I cover on a regular basis, right? All of the terrible things that Ron DeSantis is doing what in Florida, what is happening in Texas, what is happening in Alabama and Mississippi and Tennessee and all of these, you know, red states. And I feel like people become really detached from the fact that whenever when they continue to see that there is a bathroom ban, when they consider to see that there is a book ban, when they are seeing that there are no more safe stickers, right, that were once in schools and on, and on classroom doors that would let a queer youth know that this this space, this teacher, this administrator is safe, that when those things are removed, um, you're creating such a hostile terrifying environment. And so, you know, Carmen, as somebody who is living inside of a state that is actively legislating, you know, against uh, against you, against and, and it's particularly, yes, it is the LGBTQ community at large, but is specifically it is specifically targeting at trans people and trans youth. You know, how do you maintain uh your mental and emotional well-being and how do you 
express to others that this isn't just another piece of legislation, that this is really about, right, your ability to exist as a full and complete human being and citizen. Part of that is just connecting with uh, people, hopefully even through my podcast, that learn about the experiences that we have and learn that, you know, we are real people who need this type of care in order to, you know, live our full happy lives. And if we don't have access to that, you know, we're we're no longer being welcomed where we are. And so I know a lot of fellow um uh you know queer people from from here in the South. And I want to acknowledge also that Atlanta is relatively liberal compared to the rest of of the South, you know, and mm-hmm, so I have it mm-hmm. pretty easy, you know, mm-hmm. compared to somebody who, say, lives in like Minnesota or I'm sorry, um, Minnesota is a good state. Sorry, Missouri, the other M state. Yeah. If somebody lives in Missouri, um, then, you know, yeah, I uh, I have it a lot better. But people are looking at fleeing their homes now mm-hmm. because we're feeling more and more like the writings on the wall that we're not that we're not welcomed here. And I just think um, more people more people who are are cis need to i need to see that and recognize that we're under attack and we're feeling threatened and we don't feel safe in our own homes anymore um and nobody should have to go through that you yep. know i mean nobody should have to consider oh well i'm going to have to uproot my life and relocate because the honest truth is is that the majority of people who are going to be the most affected by these things can't uproot yep. themselves and leave they are stuck here so um you know, I try to use my voice as much as I can with the podcast. And, you know, I do a weekly news. I do a weekly news um, episode. I could do a daily news episode. Yes, uh, you could. Just, just because there's so much going mm-hmm. on. But um, I have to keep it to weekly because it really does exhaust me keeping up with all of the um, anti-trans news that's going on. I mean, I'm already keeping up with all the other crazy news that's mm-hmm. going on, plus adding in this wave of anti-trans stuff. And it's, yeah, it's not looking great. Um, and I I personally, you know, talking about Ron DeSantis, I think that 2024 is going to be a hard time for all of us, uh, yep. trans people, queer people, because we are going to be the only the only thing that the Republican Party has to run off of in in, in this next um presidential campaign it's all going to be fear-mongering about you know the lgbtq community and i just have to say you know what gets me through it is looking to my elders and looking to the people who have been through worse than this and that paved the way for us so when i look at you know what a lot of the elders have to say you know they tell us that it's been a lot worse and we're gonna be okay and so I I appreciate my elders in moments like these. And I think that that is so important because I worry so much for trans youth. Yeah. I am like really concerned, you know, a couple of years ago, right? The campaign came out, it gets better. Told, yeah. you know, we all did like little videos. I did I did, you know, a couple and interviews of you know, trying to as, you know, as a as a as a black queer woman, you know, who's cis, but trying to use my experience of, you know, living at the intersection of multiple identities to say, like, look, you can 
work in government, be on TV, do the, you know, have these jobs like it's it, your world is bigger than people yeah. around you uh, are trying to, you know, squeeze you into these boxes and squeeze you um, and bully you into not wanting to exist. Right. Um, but now, you know, fast forward, it's just been a handful of years since that campaign originated. And I can't honestly say that things get better because that's not how it feels. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, how, what, what kind of support can people provide who even are both inside of the community and outside of the community to youth specifically, you know, who don't have the recourse because they don't have the vote, they're not old enough yet, right? Um, and they don't have a voice. And so we must then be their voice. Yeah, I say that really the best, I think the best tool for somebody to be an ally, a cis person to be an ally for trans people is to really educate yourselves on the misinformation that's that's going around. And so a lot of the misinformation regarding trans youth, and I speak as somebody who was a trans youth, um, a lot of the misinformation regarding trans youth is very, um, to the average person, it's very vague. You know, we even, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I saw a news clip of, um, I f it'll come to me who it was, but um, they were talking on the news, like, asking another trans woman, what is gender affirming care? Because they keep talking about gender affirming yep. care and they yep. don't actually know what gender affirming care is. And the reality is that for trans youth, the majority of gender affirming care that takes place is not medical. The majority of it that takes place is going to be social, which is like, you know, changing clothes, hair, pronouns, things like that. Not necessarily, you know, you know, going and chopping body, you know, they like to say mutilation and stuff like that. Those kinds of words are all like, you know, red flags, obviously. If somebody's, you know, using any type of word like mutilation or anything like that to describe the trans experience, be prepared for a lot of misinformation because um, we don't talk about people having C-sections as mutilation. We don't talk about teenage girls having breast implants and nose yep. jobs as mutilation. But when it comes to trans people, it's 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 painted in this very dehumanizing light. And I'd like to also point out the biggest straw man argument with all of or I think with all of this is when you bring up intersex children into the picture, intersex children are born with genitals that do not match the, you know, either uh, male or female sex characteristics. So the doctor decides for them right then and there whether they're going to be a male or a female for the rest of their life. And it turns out that lots of intersex children that have under that have been forced into these, you know, operations have ended up growing up and not identifying with the gender that the doctor assigned them with. But nobody cares about about that wow. conversation about yeah. mutilate quote unquote mutilation when it comes to intersex children. Um and you know that's just another another interesting Thing that I notice a lot in these conversations. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner. 
leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know, one of the things that I I also find really troubling is this idea that young people shouldn't have any agency over their bodily autonomy. Right? That we're we're seeing legislation, um, you know, hundreds of bills as as we've covered on this show have been passed, but particularly around denying um, the access to hormones until you're eighteen, right? right? Until until you're eighteen years old. Can you speak to why that one is problematic, right? Um, if you if you're if you're choosing to take hormones, why pushing that off in terms of age is is a problem? Um, and also, two, just speak to the lack of agency that we yeah. you know that one we give people just in general those with wombs, particularly in this country, mm-hmm. don't have any agency over their bodies anymore uh, in a lot of these red states. But why that is important for young people to have that agency. Well, yeah, I think young people, we realize who we are at much younger ages than adults, the adults around us think we do. Um, You know, I remember realizing that I was a girl when I was around seven or eight years old. My mother told me it was just a phase and that it would go away. And by the time I was experiencing puberty, I was having one of the first traumatic experiences of my of my life. And it was a very long, drawn out experience to be forced to experience a male puberty um, until I was, you know, 18 years old. And so, um, you know, it causes a lot of, it causes, you know, a lot of issues. And I don't necessarily think, it it depends on how you look at it, you know, um, through a a positive lens. Like, I don't necessarily think um, having uh, masculine features is anything to make you at all less of a woman. But the more you uh, are stuck in that male or female puberty, your body develops in that direction. And then you have right. to have a lot more work done in order to reverse those changes. So uh-huh. if I had started hormones, say, when I was like 15 or 16, I probably wouldn't needed to have under. I mean, I'm still undergoing laser hair removal and electrolysis on my face. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have had to deal with all of that. Um, wouldn't have to shave my face every day like I still do. And I wouldn't need to, you know... Uh, save up for for facial feminization surgery mm. um you know uh i you know all of those secondary sex characteristics would have been put to a halt which would have saved me a lot of um you know time and money 
uh, as an adult. And what a lot of people don't realize is like, most people my age are buying houses. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Like, <laughs> the like not in this economy. Not in this economy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like most people in my at my age, I'm 30, are, you know, looking at settling down and establishing their lives and all of that. And what they don't realize is that the majority of, of, of trans people, even those of us that have been transitioning since we were teens, unless we had like super supportive parents, which I did not, then you're having to focus on all of those things first. And now I, you know, I've put, I've put off so many priorities. I've put off buying a car so that I could afford to have surgery um, because, you know, it's more important to me to be able to, to feel comfortable in my own body than to be able to even go in my car whenever I want, you know, <laughs> get in my car and go somewhere. Yeah, whenever I, want. I appreciate that because I, I think that I don't feel like a, enough people, particularly those that are in media, right? Those that mm -hmm. have 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 microphones like the two of us do um, really are sharing the narrative uh, in a holistic and real way that people can understand and are just throwing around words without necessarily connecting them to meaning and yeah. connecting them to real people's stories. So when I think about you know, the conversation around gender affirming care and a majority of people having no idea what that means. Right. And when I think about, you know, talking about hormones and denying people and mutilation and all of, you know, it's just this hodgepodge of words yeah. and you're not attaching real people and the day to day lived experience. Um, so my last question for you, Carmen, is, you know, what is it that needs to change? in our responses to disrupt the mainstream media's miscommunication? Like what needs to be the shift? You know, it has been that politicians on, you know, the side of progress, Democrats have not wanted to engage in the cu yeah. culture. We're not engaging in the culture wars, right? We're above that. And yeah. they've allowed the right to, clearly run amok and 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 lead the narrative right that now you're being forced to defend so what is it that needs to shift you think well that's a great question and i've been thinking about that a lot lately because what i think i see happening so much lately is we're pleading with these hateful people to see us as as human you know we're pleading for these people to recognize our humanity and our right to exist. And and I think we really have to stop being so respectful, you know, and stop being so polite and stop being so, uh, you know, like you said, uh, not wanting to engage in that because the reality is, is we're expecting the Republican Party to play by the rules that the Democratic Party is playing by. They don't play by those rules. No, and they we don't. we have to really, I mean, we have to really step it up in terms of just our response because I feel like as a community, we're pleading for our, our right to exist, but we really need to say we are here and we're not going away and we need to stop, uh, I think, um, begging these people to, to recognize our humanity. I don't know if that's quite a solution, but... <laughs> I think if we can be just a little more, I don't know how to say, like 
I guess, aggressive, however you, whatever the word mm-hmm. is that I'm looking for, but just a little more forceful with what we're going through. Um, I think we'll, we'll see a lot more success. I don't know, but um, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and I agree. I agree with the fact that, you know, we are assuming that people have a moral compass. We're assuming that we can uh, make pleas to people's hearts and minds. And I say, you know, you can't shame the devil. So at, yeah. at some point in time, you have to change tactics uh, if exactly. you want to see a different result. Yeah, you can't you can't negotiate or compromise with mm-hmm. fascists. You mm-hmm. know, you can't. And um, so the response has to be a little bit more uh, aggressive, I think, in order to show that, like, we really we we're really dealing with not just a difference in opinion. We're dealing with a difference in our right, you know, our opinion and our right to exist, which is totally different than a than an opinion, you know, and should not be up for debate. Exactly. Frankly. Exactly. Carmen, tell people how to find you and to find uh, Beauty Translated. Uh, you can find me on Instagram where I am, uh, you know, I, I, I post memes all day long. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Carmen Laurent. That's Lauren with a T at the end. Um, and you can listen to Beauty Translated wherever you get your podcasts on um, on the Outspoken Network. So check out Yay. Beauty Translated. Thank you so much for making the time for Woke AF. We really appreciate you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Danielle. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.